0: Erin plays, let's use an if statement, if Erin plays by adding whimsy to her wardrobe this winter, she will A, learn something new about herself, B, have daily opportunities for play and fun, or C, be able to declutter certain items from her closet because they do not spark whimsy or joy. Hello, hi, I'm Erin Vandevin. Thanks for joining me today. This is Medium Lady Talks. This podcast is about figuring out the medium effort way to get the most out of life today. I hope the things I unpack here can role model and invite you to sort out your own ways to live life in the present. This is a show about experimenting to get closer to what matters most. I'm glad you're here. So let's settle in. Hello, hi, and welcome to Medium Lady Talks, Season Three. This is Episode Fifty Seven. I'm your host Erin Vandeven, and I'm thrilled to be kicking off Season Three. We took a hiatus between December and January to just relax and take some rest and embrace what I have been calling January limbo. It's a term I've saw I've seen floating around the internet, and it really it really worked for me because. January actually started off feeling a little bit more tired, a little bit more um, worn out from the holiday events. And then shortly after that, we all got COVID and we all got COVID in this really unusual way, which was sort of incidental. We found out incidentally there was a close family member we had seen over the holidays. That member was testing positive and we were all feeling fine-ish, but maybe a little worn out. So we tested, and sure enough, we were positive. So our family managed that uh, first week of the new year with COVID, and thankfully, we all were feeling really fine and asymptomatic, but we did, you know, limit our, our movements and, and make sure that we were, uh, you know, not going not to spread it to anybody else. But um, it was really fascinating because I had made this decision ahead of time to take January off. Uh, I took January off of the podcast last year, and it really worked out well. And so I thought, you know what, let's do that again this year. Let's have a nice little month break between season two and season three, because we never know what January will bring and we never know what any month will bring, honestly. But I felt like it uh, was an opportunity that I wanted to embrace again this year. Now, that's not to say that every January from now until forever, I'll take a month off, but it is important to recognize that between last year and this year, the season of my life is not that different and so the things that helped me last year, I should continue to deploy in my life this year. And I'm going to talk thematically about one of those things that I've been doing for the last three years that has really been helping me in my life and really helping me to build out place in the world that's made for me, which you're always hearing me talk about. You know, I want us all to test and experiment with medium effort and mindful fun to figure out with certainty who we are, what makes us tick, what are our values, what are the next best steps for us so that we can turn down the input of everyone else and stop living the lives that other people have built for us and begin spending more and more time in the space that we've created for ourselves? Because when we act from a space that is built for us, we, we come to life with a more wholehearted attitude. We can see things more clearly. We can minimize resentment. We can minimize oppression in our own lives. And we can make the choices that lift us up. And by lifting ourselves up, we lift our families up, our partners up, our work environments up, our communities up. Once we can start taking our next actions from the space that really belongs to us and not a space that belongs to others or not a space f- that was dictated for us by others. So, one of the things that has helped me and I'm going to spend the rest of the episode chatting about, is my monthly experiment. My monthly experiment is an opportunity that I set up for myself every month, and it's about spending medium effort. So I spend maybe a couple of hours on setting up my my fresh month, and I give myself... Four mini challenges, tasks, I don't want them to feel like too laden with pressure, but they are these four domains of my life that have really led me closer to myself. And those four domains are read, play, try, and think. And every month I set something up in those four domains and then I leave that decision be. I don't return to it. I don't, you know, change anything mid-month. I proceed with the assignment or the experiment as planned. And then at the end of the month, I build a whole new experiment. And then slowly over time, I reflect month over month over what worked, what felt like me, what didn't feel like me, what was appealing because it felt like I should do it, what was appealing because it really called to an inner part of me that needs more discovery. And then I lead forward with curiosity about getting to know myself as I gain evidence or as I gain information and data from the experiments. So we all know experiments, you know, you can think about grade seven science, you know, you have a hypothesis. And the hypothesis for the month might be, Erin should play with winter whimsy in her closet. Actually, let me rephrase that, not should. If Erin plays, let's use an if statement. If Erin plays by adding whimsy to her wardrobe this winter, she will, A, learn something new about herself, B have daily opportunities for play and fun, or C be able to declutter certain items from her closet because they do not spark whimsy or joy. I don't even know if you have to go as deep as to do the A B C. You might even say if Erin plays with adding whimsy to her winter wardrobe through the month of January, which is sidebar a true thing that I did. She will feel great. She will feel happy. She will feel calm. She will feel nourished and cared for by the end of the month. Maybe that's, that's maybe the more, more how the hypothesis statement will line that up. I'm not going to get any more technical than that, but if you think about your grade seven science experiment, you're going to start with your, your hypothesis, and then you're going to have a bit of a plan. And the plan is sort of already built into the hypothesis. The plan is whenever I get dressed through the month of January, I'm going to think about whimsy and I'm going to follow my whimsical intuition When I get dressed, and I'm not gonna really judge how well that goes until the end of the month. So here we are, it's the end of January, and I've been adding winter whimsy to my wardrobe. And now I can look at the results. What are the results of that? The results of adding winter whimsy to my wardrobe include making some really unique tactile purchases at the thrift store that are continuing to bring me joy and will keep bringing me joy through the rest of the winter, pulling for items in my jewelry collection that I have not worn in a year or a couple of years. Decluttering a few items that don't bring whimsy and actually make me feel a certain way that's maybe antithetical to whimsy, maybe a little bit too straight-laced, a little bit too stiff, a little bit too not like myself. And I've culled those items from my closet. And I've made some practical, non-whimsical purchases from Poshmark that are about following my intuition when it comes to getting dressed. So they're not about whimsy, but I used whimsy to follow my intuition. Being stronger, more attached to my intuition when it comes to getting dressed has led me to making some really mindful purchases and putting medium effort into pausing before I buy something to listen to my intuition about my own sense of style and comfort and self-expression. And so that's the results of the experiment. The final conclusion being that, if we go back to the hypothesis statement, if Erin adds winter whimsy to her wardrobe through the month of January, she will feel more joy, more sense of play. She will find um, a sense of being nourished and cared for. She will know herself better by the end of the month. The results of the experiment are that that hypothesis is correct, that the experiment proved to be true. That's an experiment in the positive, and, and I don't spend as much time... Gathering the results, as I did even here sitting through it. That's because I've been doing this month over month for a number of years, and I'm able to notice when something is making me feel nourished and cared for and when something is leading me away from myself. And usually those are the experiments that I abandon in the middle of the month. So none of this is mandatory. None of this are things that I have to do through the month. And the results are not ever tied to my sense of worthiness. So let's say the month ended and it was actually that Erin never used winter whimsy to get dressed through the month of January. She wore sweatpants most of the month. That is not to say that Erin is now, you know, a trash human and doesn't do what she says she's going to do and can't ever achieve her goals and will never be successful. No, it is that winter whimsy as an opportunity to lead me closer to myself. The hypothesis was wrong. I wasn't wrong. The hypothesis was wrong. And how can I use that information to build an experiment that will get me closer to myself next month? I hope this is all coming together and gelling for you in the way that we're doing this already through our lives. You maybe bought something that appealed to you for a specific reason that maybe was named or unnamed, and you either wore it and enjoyed it and told everybody about it, or it stayed in your closet and languished. And that's the result. That's the data and the information. What I think we're not always doing together and we're not always sharing with others is how we're using that information to make the next decision, to make the next decision a little bit closer to who we are as people. I have been doing this experiment, read, play, try, think, for the last three years, just over three years, actually, and I have shared all of those experiments in various ways On Instagram. You can find me there at medium.lady. I would love it if you would go ahead and join in on that community. There are a ton of like-minded medium ladies there. There are a ton of like-minded individuals seeking wholehearted journeys towards themselves. And I know that the experiments are also rich with very personal individualized data to me. But a lot of inspiration for anyone who's not quite sure where to start if you find the idea of starting a new month with an experiment exciting and appealing to you. So that's my experiment, that's why I do it, that's the kind of information it gives me. And now I want to spend the rest of the episode walking you through a few exercises to build out your own experiment. And I'm going to build this episode into a guided workbook, a self-guided workbook that will be available soon, and you can use that as a partner to this episode as we walk through a lot of the content and the sort of self-guided exercises that might help you if you feel stumped about what to do in your experiment and get get a little bit closer. The one other word that I haven't used when describing my experiment is about a vibe. So sometimes I'm thinking about the month And the vibe, and I want the experiment to fit the vibe. Because the vibe is coming from me. And setting a vibe for a new month can really be as deep as you want it to be. So let's get started thinking about your new month with a few journal prompts to help you go down the rabbit hole of reflection in order to set your intention for the month ahead. Your intention comes to life through the experiment and these intentions will also help you, you know, set any other kind of general aesthetic that you want to see that intention represented where you want to see the ways you're caring for yourself taking root in your own life. Sometimes we say, oh, I'm taking care of myself. I'm resting. I'm choosing to do this activity for myself. But those choices aren't always reflected in our environment. And we can use our environment to really positively reinforce um, the things that we're doing for ourselves, And that can also reinforce the habit of taking care of yourself, these visual aids throughout our environment to cue us to the purpose and intention that we're setting out in our lives. So here we go you're going to take out a journal, take out your colored pens, take out your favorite pen, take out whatever pen you can find. This is not about perfection. This is not about having a pretty pristine journal. I would recommend you grab paper wherever you can find it and a writing utensil. If you want to make this more indulgent, Then you can absolutely set the vibe by lighting a candle. Maybe you want to play a bit of music in the background. Maybe you want to wear a specific perfume. I think if you're doing all of those things, you're going to find this actually quite easy to do. But reach for your colored pens. Reach for something that brings you tactile joy. Maybe it's a blanket. Maybe it's a tea with a particular flavor that you love. And let's dive in. All right. First journal prompt. So let's think about what is known about your month ahead. I'm going to speak in reference to February because February is the month that is up ahead, but hopefully that doesn't jar you if you're listening to this episode out of sync with its release, doesn't jar you to think about the month that maybe you're preparing for now. And if you have the guided workbook, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. The first activity and journal prompt is, what is this month all about for me? What is the month of February all about for me? always happens during this month that sets the stage naturally, regardless of the season of life that I'm in. This can be as, you know, clear or as unclear as you like. For many folks, there is a natural cyclical way to experience the calendar. This, at its, you know, most juvenile and rudimentary, can be about February is about Valentine's Day, <laughs> you know? That might be the only thing or the first thing that comes to your mind is February is about hearts and flowers and teddy bears. That happens every single year that sets the stage for my life naturally regardless of whatever season I'm in. You know, when I was 5, February was about hearts and valentines. When I was 25, February was about hearts and valentines, and this year I'm 39, I'll be 40 in April, and it's still about valentines because that's just what February is for. For me, February is also about family day. There's a long weekend in there. February is also the month when my sister has a birthday, my sister Judith. And there's probably going to be um, some snow. It's going to be winter. You know, it's a short month, so that can be good and bad in lots of different ways. Um, the month of March can be kind of a big one. And so sometimes February feels like this accelerated path to March. And that's what the month is all about for me. That is what always happens during the month of February. I'm going to play a little bit of music so that you can pause here and go ahead and do that reflection and let it take as long as you want. Maybe it's going to take an hour. Maybe it's going to take five minutes. It might take all the time you have and you can come back to this podcast later and we'll pick up on question number two after this. Okay, the second journal prompt is, what do I have planned? What am I naturally looking forward to or anticipating? So these might be things that don't come every year, but are unique to your month coming up ahead. Is that about a vacation? Is it about a special event that's happening? Is it about something that's going on at work? Is it about a move or a change in jobs? Is it about a trip? Is it about something unique to this year to this season of life that you're really looking forward to, that you know is coming in the month ahead. The second part of this exploration is how do I want to feel during these events? And I would recommend that you list as many emotions as you can and then choose five and add them to what I'm going to call the blank vibe page. So you've got your journaling pages and you should have a blank page set to the side or an extra page in your journal. And add those five to your vibe page. So let's review journal question number two. What do I have planned this month? What am I naturally looking forward to or anticipating? And how do I want to feel during these events? List as many emotions as you can and then choose the five that really resonate with you and add them to your vibe page. I'm going to play a little bit more music and then we'll move on to some of the more unknown elements about your month and we'll get closer to your own personal experience and what you might have learned or be learning about yourself. All right, so you've answered those two questions about the month ahead. You've added your five emotions to your vibe page. Let's dive into question number three. Now we're thinking backwards. So we were thinking forwards and now we're going backwards. In the last year, what are some personal challenges that have come up for me? How have I been resilient despite these challenges? And what am I most proud of during these times? So we're looking back over the last year and we're recognizing that while the future month is unknown, the past is very much known. And it just takes a bit of medium effort to think over the last year over the things you have overcome and the things that you have learned that have brought you to this place on the precipice of a new month. Those things exist. That is about collecting data. That is about mining your past year for events, challenges, and learnings that are a part of you no matter where you're going in the future. So I'll repeat it once more. In the last year what are some personal challenges that have come up for me? How have I been resilient despite these challenges? And what am I most proud of during these times? So go ahead and reflect, journal as long as you want, journal until your subconscious peters out, and then come on back here for question number four. All right, I hope you're feeling really good about what you've written about the last year. I want you to know I am so proud of you for everything that you've been through. You are amazing. You are so worthy and special. And everything that you have done in the last year has brought you to just an amazing place. You are already awesome. Even if you choose to stop listening here or you feel as though you aren't sure what to do with your next month, or you feel like you're not ready to build a place in the world that's made for you. That's all okay and you're already wonderful and worthy no matter what. But after reflecting on the last year, I do want you to know I think you are amazing and I'm really really proud of you. So let's do question number 4. Question number 4 takes a shorter t- a shorter timeline and I want you to think about how was the last month for me? What moments brought me joy? What did I learn? What do I want to bring with me from last month into the new month? And what do I want to leave behind? So that shorter timeline is about making judgment calls on a really short timeline. And I think this is important that we not use this opportunity to fall down the rabbit hole of self-judgment. To say, oh man, these are the mistakes I made last year. This is how badly I performed last year. These are the conversations I regret. And this is what I've learned. This is not about that. This is about saying, you know, here's what I've learned after this experience that felt a specific way. And these are the things that I'm really proud of on the long run. But sometimes the last month lives more clearly in our minds and allows us to think back about maybe the things that we might have a choice to leave behind in our lives. Thinking about the last month, you're thinking about, you know, the moments that brought you joy. What did you learn? Where were the moments where you found connection? Where were the moments where you needed rest? What do you want to bring with you from the last month into the new month? And what do you want to leave behind? If I want to unpack this for myself personally, I think about January as being a time when we were all very ill and there was felt like a lot of isolation. I, I felt like I was hoping to see more people in the month of January. I was hoping to have more external connection. Um, and that really just didn't happen. We didn't quite manage to connect with people the way that I wanted to. But the things that brought me joy were, you know, I have a new journaling practice in the morning. That's really been wonderful for me. I found a new rhythm with my kids in the morning where I feel like I'm as relaxed as I've ever been to get everybody out the door. Those are the things that I want to bring with me from the last month. I talked already about my whimsy dressing you know my winter whimsy wardrobe and I definitely want to keep bringing that with me through February because it'll still be winter it'll still be cold and so those are the things that might easily kind of come to the surface for you as you journal out this next question so I'll give you a moment and we'll play a bit of music and you can come back to this part of the recording when you're ready So I want you to now look at your reflection from question three and question four and you're looking to the past. Take a colored pen, a marker, a highlighter, look over your reflection. I want you to circle the five words or the five, you know, thematic ideas that resonate with you and feel like they are being repeated in what you're learning and how much you've grown. Then I want you to add those five things to your vibe page and that can, that's the vibe page that you've set aside in your journal. If you're using the free printable, that'll be an identified vibe page in the booklet. And we're going to move to the final part of the exercise. So we've been sort of peeling away the onion. We've been talking about the external factors, what's known about the future, what can we plan for, what are we anticipating. We've talked about the past and we reflect on our past selves And now we're going to reflect on our current selves. So imagine we're sort of like opening the doors as we get closer and closer to the space in the world that's made for us. So we're opening this third door. This is part three. And these are a series of reflections on who you are as a person right now. And these are the things that naturally bring you joy. They naturally bring you closer to yourself. These are the things that you identify with very quickly and without too much explanation, these things are sort of a part of you no matter the month, no matter, you know, no matter what you're doing. This should be fun. This should be fun. Again, this is like so low stakes, going. We're building a vibe for the month ahead. You know, we are experimenting. We are playing. We're discovering. Okay, the, f- the first exercise in this part three is about a free association. So I'm going to say something. And I want you to give the first thing that sort of comes to your mind. Don't censor yourself. No one will see this but you. And if you feel the instinct to change something, I would recommend instead of changing it, you just put an asterisk or a star and you add the second thing without changing the first thing. Because that will just be information. All of this is data for you to learn about yourself, to, for you to discover yourself. Okay, I'm going to go through a few things I want you to free associate. And if you need to pause in between items, um, go ahead and do that. But hopefully I give you enough of a break in between <laughs> for you to let the podcast recording naturally kind of evolve and flow. And you may want to listen to this through one way all, all the way through and then go back and ref- reference it later. So the first thing I want you to say without censoring yourself is what is your favorite color? Put your favorite color. Don't overthink it. This one's nice and easy. It's a nice lowball for most people. Most people have a favorite color. Next, I want you to think about your favorite season. What is your favorite season? When do you most come alive? When are the times when you really feel activated? When are the times that you anticipate the season in the calendar year? What is your favorite song? This might be a song from your past This might be the latest trendy bop that you've got on repeat. Don't censor yourself. The first song that comes to your mind, put that down. Next, same idea, what is your favorite movie? Again, don't overthink it. No one will see this but you. It doesn't have to be an Academy Award winning piece of art. It might be. That's great too. But this is about you, not about the movie that you pick. Alright, what is your favorite flower or plant? If someone were to come to your home and thank you for hosting them, and they brought this flower or this plant, that would just make you feel so seen because it would be your favorite. What is your favorite food? If you could go anywhere, if you could be served by anyone, if you could eat any place if you could indulge in the meal that most makes you feel like yourself most you know makes you experience sight taste and touch what is your favorite food what is your favorite smell smells are often connected to memory so what is your favorite smell and what is your favorite memory and that those two things might be connected they may not be connected so what is your favorite smell Followed by, what is your favorite memory? The next one is something that won't surprise anyone. And if you've been following along, Medium Lady, since episode one, I'm going to ask you, what is your favorite book? What is your favorite book? What is the book that always comes to the top of your list every time you think about books and reading? A book that you've carried with you ever since you read it? What is your favorite place? Where is it? When do you go there? When was the last time you were there? What is your favorite place? And finally, who is your favorite person? And this is a person who makes you feel like you. So remember, this is not about your favorite person being specific to them. It's your favorite person being specific to you. So I'll go through that list one more time. Favorite color. Season, favorite song, favorite movie, favorite flower or plant, favorite food, favorite smell, favorite place, favorite person, favorite memory, and favorite book. All right, the next part is similar. We're going to do another free association exercise. And I want you to ground down, try to release the last exercise, take a deep breath. And when you think of the next month, the new month that we're planning for, what jumps out at you? This is about embracing seasonality. So if you're a millennial like me, this is kind of a hallmark feature of our generation. There are no wrong answers here, but millennials are known to really love seasonality. We love knowing and anticipating these sort of short form moments of a season, whether that's, you know, pumpkin spice lattes coming out is something that everybody embraces, or it might be about the holidays or your birthday or any given, you know, thing that is a signal of where you're at in your life. Okay, so when you think of the next month, what... What jumps out at you? What do you think of first? When you think of the new month, what color do you think of? What pattern do you associate with this new month? What texture do you associate with this new month? So you can feel that what I'm trying to evoke is a a sense of you projecting yourself into the future from your five senses. What do you see in the new month? In the month of February, what do you see? What patterns do you anticipate? What textures do you think of when you think of February? What temperature jumps out when you think of the new month? What kinds of nature is aligned with you with this new month? For some people, February might be bouquets of roses. For other people, February might be stark tree branches in the cold wind. For some people, February might be pine trees. For some people, February might be associated with palm trees in the summertime. When you think of the new month, what do you think of in terms of light? Is it bright and cold winter? Is it, you know, moonlight on snow? Is it dark? Is it about candlelight? When you think of the next month, what kind of holidays jump out? What kind of smells do you think of automatically? What kind of sounds and tastes are associated with this month for you? So I'll go through that list one more time. We're thinking about the month that's upcoming, the month that we're planning for, the new month. What kinds of colors, pattern, texture, what kind of temperature, nature, light do you expect to see? What kinds of holidays will you experience? What kind of smells and sounds and tastes do you associate with this month? Now, look at your answers from number five and look at your answers from number six. So these are your favorites, your seasonal brainstorming and select three to five elements, then add them to your vibe page. So you should now have on your vibe page a column for what is known about the month ahead, what the month is all about for you and what you have planned. Then you'll think about the past. What are the personal challenges that have come up for you? What are the, you know, five themes on your vibe page about the last month for you and what you want to leave behind and what you want to bring with you? And then finally, in the third column, you should have five or so, you know, things that really appeal to you and jump out at you when it comes to favorites and your seasonal brainstorming. So we have feelings, we have learnings, we have favorites and seasonality. Now that you can see your list, I want you to narrow those lists of five down to two per column and list them underneath your vibe columns. So you had 15 distinct elements. Now you should have six. And go ahead and take a moment and look back on everything that you've just done so far and think about those six words. Is there any refining you want to do now that you see all of these six words together? Is there something that jumps out at you that you're naturally associating with the new month? This may be surprising or unrelated, but I would suggest that you follow your instincts. This is the beginning of your vibe for the new month. And you could just stop here. You could just stop here. You might have, you know, February is a really nice, instructive month, (laughs) You might have February is about Valentine's Day and family day. It's about being still in the middle of winter, cold, dark, candlelight, and it's about roses and being cozy and wrapped up. And that might just be your vibe. Candlelight, roses, cozy, Valentine's and family time, and being inside and together during the dark month of the winter. That's the vibe. That's the vibe. If that's your vibe for February and that's the vibe coming up, that's great. We can take it a little bit further if you want. And you know me, I'm all about medium effort. So if you've enjoyed the effort of getting through those three parts of reflection, then you can kind of come along the ride with me for these next few parts. We're going to do a bit of free association and you don't have to document any of this, but I think that it can help to just kind of Lean back and listen to my voice, reflect a little bit, you know, think a little bit. It shouldn't be too effortful. It should be a little bit fun and it can also be a little bit silly. I really don't want you to take yourself too seriously. Let's do some free association. And I'm going to keep using that February example of the vibe. Candlelight, roses, cozy textures and dark and being inside together for Valentine's Day. (laughs) Very romantic. (laughs) If you could describe your vibe in a phrase, what would it be? And this might be a lyric, a poem, or a joke, a t-shirt slogan. You know, um, let's call it Cozy by the Firelight, uh, Romance by the Firelight. This sounds like some kind of, like, romance novel. Um, let's think of a really cheesy, like, romance novel for the vibe that I've cultivated. So, like, Connections by the Winter Glow. <laughs> Romance by the winter glow, romance and roses through winter's glow by Aaron Vandevin. There we go. So we got we got there. We we got there. We're just associating the vibe with a phrase, and that phrase just popped out of my head randomly to be like the title of a cheesy paperback romance. If the vibe was a pattern, what would it be? Hmm. I think the pattern would be like um, subtly animal-printed fuzzy blanket. Is that a pattern? (laughs) If our vibe was a celebrity, who would it be? Ooh, that's a good one. I think of somebody like perennially associated with romance and like sweeping people off their feet. Like, I don't know. This is like so like old school, but Andy Garcia is like the person who came to mind. (laughs) Andy Garcia, like, you know, charming and um, sort of like smoldering and dark and like um, sort of European romantic. (laughs) Also, like, we're getting a little bit of a vintage vibe here. Like, this is not a super contemporary vibe that I'm building for February. And I'm not saying this is my personal vibe, but I'm riffing. I'm riffing on the theme, and I'm hoping this can be illustrative for you. And I also hope you're laughing because it's fun. It can be funny. If our vibe was a hotel, what would it be like to stay there? Well, I think we're getting, like, really cheesy and romantic. I think our hotel would be like an adults-only chalet with a fireplace and a heart-shaped bed yeah, let's just go with that. If our vibe was a city, where would it be? So generally when I think of romance, I think of Paris, but we're not just talking about romance. We're talking about winter romance. And winter romance, I tend to think of places like Montreal, Quebec, or places that are like maybe more inherently like got that chalet vibe, Muskoka's, um, yeah. OK, so let's go with that. Let's go with Montreal. If our vibe was a restaurant, what kind of food would we serve there? Well, I'm going to say it's like surf and turf over candlelight, right? It's like steak, um, lobster. It's decadent. It's got lots of butter. It's got red wine. It's a rich, romantic meal. Okay, so now I hope we are all feeling really nested in this one vibe. I hope I haven't over spoken about this February, you know, the fake vibe, the the illustrative vibe. Um, Let's go back without my own reflections and without my own translation of how that might look. So if you could describe your vibe in a phrase, what would it be? This might be a lyric, a poem, a joke, the title of a book. If your vibe was a pattern, what kind of pattern would that be? If your vibe was a celebrity, what celebrity would it be? If your vibe was a hotel, what would it be like to stay there? If your vibe was a city, where would it be? And if your vibe was a restaurant, what kind of food would you serve there? Take a little break, play around with this idea, have fun, you know, be as silly or as serious as you want. This is just for you. And now we're transitioning from medium effort to mindful fun. This is fun. This should be silly. This is about you planning your future and it should be enjoyable. The last part is both medium effort and mindful fun. You're going to make some choices. We're going to apply the vibe with purpose in the month ahead. We've done a lot of free association. We've activated our imagination. We should be feeling really grounded in ourselves with fun. And now we're going to really be purposeful about the choices that we're going to make next. So this may be related to something small or something quite big. It will really depend on you. It will really depend on where this activity is taking you. It will depend on how many times you have done this activity My first few experiments were very much about homemaking. They were very much about the season of life that I was in. They were very much about tactile experiences within my own home. And those those experiments have gradually changed and been shaped as I've discovered more and more about myself. So don't feel as though you're putting everything into one monthly experiment. Think of how many months you will live in a lifetime. Hundreds of months. And so that's hundreds of opportunities for an experiment if you choose a month to be the cycle that works for you. So let's use the following prompts to see what really makes you feel lit up about the month ahead. And that's why I'm calling it Medium Effort and Mindful Fun. Medium Effort because we are doing the effort of planning. We are thinking purposefully about how we choose our time and how we claim space between stimulus and response to be and discover who we are. And the mindful fun part of it is that you have to follow your sensations of what's going to make you feel lit up. What's going to make you feel like, oh, yes, like, you know, there's that quote, if it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. We're kind of following that instinct here. I mean, I don't like to think too much in, in extremes, but if that's helpful for you, you know, what really flips the switch um, as you finish these final exercises? The first prompt is, I will experience this month's vibe by reading the following and I want you to think about the books that you might want to read, or the articles, or the magazines, or the newspapers, or the blogs. I will experience this month's vibe by reading. I will enjoy this month's vibe by playing with... and fill in the blank. How will you playfully engage with the vibe that you've cultivated for the month ahead? I will experiment with this month's vibe by trying to... What kind of new habits or rituals or routines is your life calling out for this month? And how does the vibe enable you to live the month by trying something new? Usually, this is slightly different from playing because you may have a goal or an outcome in mind. And that's okay too. As long as you're aligning it purposefully with your vibe. Because your vibe is about you and who you are and who you want to be in the month ahead. And aligning that goal to that person is important rather than saying, well, I think I should start a running habit, but that's not really aligned to who I am. It's not really aligned to the vibe of the month. And then you can kind of, for some people, get a little bit kind of battered around by the waves of your ambition. So I will experiment with this month's vibe by trying to blank. And lastly, I will reflect on this month's vibe by paying attention to paying attention to a feeling, a belief, a thought. This is where I like to do a lot of affirmation work. This is where I like to catch myself and changing my thought patterns. This is where, you know, we can set intentions for our thoughts. Sometimes we feel like our thoughts are happening to us, but you can use your monthly experiment to choose a new thought, choose a new thought. So you'll notice that these final prompts are all about my own pillars of my personal monthly experiments. Read, play, try, and think. Take a few moments, think about those, take a step back and pay attention to what has got you lit up. So I'm hoping after you've filled out those four prompts, you will experience the month vibe with a reading list, you will enjoy the month's vibe by playing around with something, You will experiment with this month's vibe by trying something new or building a habit, routine, or ritual. And you will reflect on this month's vibe by paying attention to something in regards to your thoughts, your feelings, or your beliefs. Leave that where it is. Maybe let it marinate and settle. Maybe make a few tweaks and changes. Go back to the beginning of the workbook and work your way through the prompts. Again, see if there are new things that stand out. Now that you've settled on some purposeful choices about how to spend your month ahead. I'm going to give you a final pep talk, and I want you to know that I really love you so much, but this month is not going to be perfect. I really hope that you feel excited at the end of this activity, and you're holding high hopes, you know, close to your chest for the best month ever! No, I feel that way too, even though I've been doing this for three years, but that's not the goal. I want you to hear me and I want me to hear me is that's not the goal. The goal of planning a new month is to be mindful about your choices when it comes to the thoughts that bring you joy. There will be another month, there will be more books, there will be more ways to be playful, there will be more experiences and there will be more joy. You will get something out of this experience but please trust that perfection has nothing to do with it. And I see your side eye, but trust me, this will help. Trust that this moment alone, finishing this activity, will nourish your soul and your return on investment will only grow. Trust that you have everything you need to try it. Try this experiment and see what happens next. Trust that the experience of being mindful has value to you, no matter the outcome. No matter the books you read, the hobbies you try the ways you try to be playful, the things that you experience in the month ahead. Trust that you will learn something new from having thought about your future experiences. Trust that this will bring you a little bit closer to the place in the world that was made for you. Trust that you are very much worth the investment of time and attention. Trust that you can get to know yourself better. And what you find will be inspiring, amazing, and wonderful. I know you have been through a lot, and I believe you deserve space and freedom. I want this unfolding experience for everyone, the delightful peace between stimulus and response. Stimulus, choice, and response, always what happens next. In the space lies your ability to make choices, and we can make that choice as meaningful as we wish it to be. When we wish it to be more meaningful, we are not being silly or frivolous. We are not taking up anyone else's space or resources. We are not doing anything counterproductive or harmful. We are building space to experience the freedom of being ourselves, and that space takes on a structure that we can return to again and again. You can do it. You can build a monthly experiment. You can choose how you want to spend your time next month. You can do it. I'll be right here beside you. Month by month, we return to ourselves, and as we do the home of our being becomes more clear the map to ourselves becomes easier to navigate and we start to look forward to returning to that place each month i know i do and i miss it when i'm late or behind or i skip a month then you know once you've understood the way to that place you you start to want to spend more and more and longer and longer periods of time within that structure so that eventually The space in the world, made for us, is the only home we can conceive of inhabiting. It becomes the only place we are free, built by us, for us. And I want everyone to experience that homecoming, and to stay. Thank you so much for joining me today for today's episode. Thank you so much for being a part of the beginning of Season 3 of Medium Lady Talks podcast. I hope that this podcast is a reference for you and a resource There will be a free printable available on my Instagram page at medium.lady. And you can always reach out and DM me anytime. I'd love to know what you land on for your monthly experiment in February or March or April or whenever you happen to be listening to this. Please connect with me in my DMs on Instagram or go ahead and tag me. And please know that the place in the world that is made for you is much closer than you think. Until next episode, I want you to know you are doing such a good job. I truly love you very, very much, and I will see you again soon. Bye! Thank you so much for spending time with me today please make sure to reach out and connect on Instagram with me. I can be found at medium.lady over there. If you have any feedback about today's conversation, you can head to the pink tile in my feed for the latest episode, and we can always continue the conversation over there. If you like this podcast, please make sure to share a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you love this podcast, please share it on social media. Be sure to tag me so I can personally thank you for growing our community. Finally, be sure to follow this podcast wherever you're listening and make sure your notifications are on. Don't forget, you're doing such a good job. Bye. What's up? Um, That was playing fighting game. Oh. Do you need to go to the bathroom? No. Okay. Can I talk? Yeah, you want to talk? What are you going to say? I'm going to say. Hello. 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 My name's Beckett, (laughs) and I like dump trucks. You like dump trucks? (laughs) That's good to know what you like. My name's Mommy, and I like lipstick. (laughs) My name's Beckett, and I like chapstick. Oh, you like chapstick. Yeah, chapstick is nice. Okay. (laughs) Can I help you with something? Yeah. Okay.